Okay, welcome to the Old Moon Podcast. Yes, Jay, you should hit start. Episode oh, 43. <laughs> you were already live. You do this to me every time. Uh, all right, I am your host, Blue Squadron, joined as always with my co-host. Uh, we'll do Jacob. Um, hi, my name is Jake and I'm an Awakening Musa main with 765 gear score. I do a lot of endgame PvE content such as Olin's, the dungeons. I've been currently playing a lot of Monster Hunter, jumping on that Monster Hunter hub train. Uh, and you can find me over at twitch.tv slash jakeandbtv before the T. Let's go. Hey, you, buddy. 43 oh episodes God. in, you're nailing it now. It's Every it's working. time. I'm so proud of you. We're doing it. Right on. And my boy, Blonde Bear. Hello, it's me, Blonde Bear. I like to party and grind. Working on the LVI still. No. Nurturing as always. You can catch me at twitch.tv slash Bear. Someday, Blonde, when we meet, we're going to go party. And by yes. party, I mean we're probably going to sit down and play tabletop D&D, but... Yes! This is a party. This is a definition a of a party. That's right. That's a party. All right, so there's a lot of stuff on the Global Labs this week, which makes it very spicy and fun to talk about. I'm very excited because my favorite grind spot is getting Dekia, and that is Valencia. Well, my favorite grind spot is Histria, um, mainly because I grinded there Ooh. for four years, and Stockholm Syndrome sets in after a while, right around yes, here, sir. two and a half or so. Um, but we are getting Dekia Valencia, which is super fun because you guys are both like professional PVEers and I am like mm -hmm. artisan. You know what I mean? I'm getting there. I, I'll be mm -hmm. honest with you. I've been on a grind arc lately. Um, aside from getting griefed out of my mind, uh, I have been on a super <laughs> grind arc lately. Uh, so I'm curious what your guys thoughts on Dekia Valencia. I'm excited that we got it this early. Uh, we'll start with blonde. Mm. You know, when, when I was watching the Heidel ball, or sorry, Calfion Ball, because I, I, I was at work that night. And then I come home and I'm looking at all the comments and posts. Everybody's like, there's no way they're going to get this content out in six months. No way. And I'm like, y'all are doomering, bro. This is coming out every oh, week. There's been another now, banger now, of a post. Of here, we've got, we got so much simplification, so much item stuff. We've already got some of the spot changes. And we've already got the new Dekia spots coming out, like what, next week, the week after, whatever. It's already on global. It's already being tested. It's already being done. It's it's out. It's it's being tested <laughs> by the Koreans. By the it's Koreans. <laughs> but hey, it's coming. It's real. I'm mm. I'm pumped. I'm very excited, and it looks good too. It looks good. Oh wow. Okay, and uh, honestly, I think it looks amazing yeah. because I get to do mm. it. I I think Scholar is going to be really good at Dekia history. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a tremendous amount of fun. Uh, Jay, what do you think about it? Again, Lord of PVE. <laughs> I mean, I'm always down for grind spots that, you know, you can, you can, it's not like, you, you know, like those grind spots where it's just like one hit and then you move on. Those, those never really appealed to me. And I've always been more so like the Olin's grinder where the, the bombs have a lot of HP gets, it lets me allow, it allows me to use the entirety of my kit, the majority of my kit for the most part. Mm -hmm. And it seems like from the clips that I saw, it is, it is that kind of play style again is, is you get to hit a big giant mob and, and get some Great loot, yes. so I'm excited for it. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's not like super convoluted or complicated. I can mm -hmm. just sit there. I don't have to go like around in a circle at all. I can just stand there and mm -hmm. the, the Eltons just spawn and come to me. Plus, did you see how many Eltons? I assume you guys I watched know. Hugh. Have you guys watched <laughs> that the was Hugh? Nuts. Yeah, I have. Bro, yeah. Oh my God, dude. I don't know what's wrong with me. To be honest, I saw those Eltons spawn and I started getting like ha happy, bro. Like, I was like, oh my God. I I think so there's exciting. an interesting design in, in grind spots where we have like a lot of people really like Olin's because we have these big boss monster right. style mobs that also have a large health pool, but also you want a horde of mobs too. You don't want like one mob and you're just like whacking at it. So like they nailed the dynamic of having a bunch of mobs and also one big mob and also like that, that like they're nailing so many things, I think. And as long as it feels good and it looks good, it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, it's going to be good. All right, you guys. Okay. As compass enjoyers ourselves, uh, <laughs> are you guys going to go back? Look, I'm a part of this club, okay? Like, I have a compass. I'm even grinding for my compass on EU. That's about, like the <laughs> second that I wow. had the opportunity to go back to history again and not grief myself, I immediately went back. Um, and I grind there on EU basically all the time. I'll grind there on EU later tonight. Um, which what do you think about the possibility of having... An, like an upgrade 
to the compass like an upgrade to the archaeologist map because they're adding decia valencia you know maybe the upgrade can I'll be simple, cool simple as just reduce the cool yeah i was about to say just like a simple upgrade like that and then that's another thing to strive for right like regular histria is you know the regular compass right well regular upgraded compass and then decia valencia we can strive for something more right um even even though they did add like double racket earrings to it i thought i thought the addition of double racket earrings to decky valencia was a little bit weird i, I, felt I thought like that was, was a little weird bit too. like um it was like not in line and in theme with valencia right. i always yep. thought um double racket earrings were like an odalita ama sylvia thing like the the elf theme so, uh-huh. i don't know yep. thematic wise it was weird i uh, think there's been a lot of feedback about people being forced to do a group grind just to mm-hmm. finish their gear wheel True. even though they could just pre-order it like yeah. everybody else in the world yeah. um and yeah. i i think that that's where that's coming from i'm definitely mm-hmm. not a fan of them taking something that is exclusively from a group grind spot and putting it in a solo spot but i understand not everybody likes to have friends not everybody <laughs> has friends and not everybody wants to play with other players in an mmo rpg so <laughs> as weird as that sounds it's it's a real thing that a lot of people i've seen talk about and well, you know this is their way of sort of addressing that i guess i would say that there is actually a fair amount of time when i log into the game and i just want to do my thing true you know I what i mean agree. and i don't necessarily want to include um everyone else in that thing and i like i true. grinded like this morning i um i say i woke up i stayed up all night um doing PvP like a gremlin on Arsha, trying to practice my witch. But then, in the morning, I did like three hours on Scholar, got her to 63 at Gyphon, and I nice. did not want to do a group grind session um, yeah, I think... at that time. So, like, I don't know. Like, there's an element of the game that, like, I completely understand. Players want to play by themselves, and, like, they don't necessarily want to be gatekept. My biggest thing about... Look, I love group grind. If you give me the option of group grind versus solo grind with my friends, obviously I'm going to pick group grind the majority of the time. But, like, there's also the fact that, like, I'm a degenerate, and I play the game, like, way more than most of the other people. So, like, I don't want to, like, have to stop my progression because they left. Right? How frustrating is yep. it at Olin's mm. when, like, your third leaves and you're like, well... Mm. Yep. You know what no, I mean? No, I completely understand. That's why it's more of a personal preference that I'm not a big fan of it. But I understand for the large populace of the game, this is generally a good thing. There's a lot of people that don't want to go through the effort of making groups. They have all the elixirs. They have all the stuff. They might mm. not just like Deki Olin's. Some people don't. Season's been whining about it for the last, like, two weeks to me. And I'm like, how? How do you not like it? Wait, but, you know, doesn't like Deki Olin's? <laughs> yeah i don't know he went from doing it a lot and now he's like i don't know i think he had a bad hour and he's just like ah, i hate this spot now and i'm like okay well <laughs> well in fairness sucks. he does play his shashin, so he, he just wakes yep. up with an l on his forehead <laughs> right right and that's what, i mean is. that's you yeah I mean? true but yeah. i i think in general it's a good thing for the health of the game i just i'm not a fan of because what what it does to me that my my perspective is like you're taking something that exclusively has to be done in one spot and now why would anyone unless the drop rate's abysmal go to Decky other than specifically to group grind but then if you wanted to group grind and make money there are other spots you'd want to go to i guess okay why would you go there especially if you can get the compass especially if you get the the regular accessories and you're making good trash and you're making the um debo like like it's just and it's got the nostalgia built in and it's oh it's my got god the nostalgia built in is right but like really it's only <laughs> nostalgia for the people that got locked down there in a dungeon for like ever although how, how long did it take you guys to get your compasses um jay um i got it way back in the, the middle of 2020 i started grinding for it grinding for it in 2019 but you know how long did it, it take it, though their speed was a lot slower oh, i, yeah, I no, never really tracked my different. hours in 2019 and 2020 i just know i i started grinding history in 2019 and i got it in the middle of 2020 and so and you know i mean clear speed was was really slow much slower back then there was not as much Elton's, I think the the, the Balton did not drop it yet until they, they added it later, if I'm not mistaken, too. And so, not too sure on, on my eff, effica, is that the word? Efficacy? On the uh, eff, efficiency. The, uh, efficiency. Well, yeah, I mean, like, let's, let's talk about how easy they made it over the years. So, like, when it started, bro, it was only main rotation. Mm-hmm. There was no 7 Elton, right? Yeah. It was just main rotation. Mm-hmm. The Elton piece only dropped from the Elton. That's why we call it the Elton piece. There were no loot scrolls back in my day. 
Um, there were no loot scroll. There was no tent. There was no tent buff. There yeah. were no drop rate yeah. buffs. It was just your knowledge buff, basically. That's basically all there was. And so, like, mm -hmm. the average hours for the compass was well into the four digits um, for a lot of people. Although, I'll be honest, there were clips of streamers just walking and going, what's this? And I killed an elk. And, like, <laughs> and then there's some, uh, people, some streamers who have, like, four of them. It's not crazy. It's... Bro, it's That's actually so crazy. Unfair. Who yeah. would have that many? Reportable offense. Okay. <laughs> Um, but like then they added, let's see, after a while they ended up adding seven Elton because history actually became a popular grind zone. Um, because like when it first came out, yep. no one went to history. Everyone thought it was, why would you do this spot? It's just stupid. You could just do sauces, bro. Yes. Like, yes. like, like, why the hell would you ever do this? And then Seems people realized, nice. oh, you can pull the mobs together, bro. Like, it was crazy. It was like right. this realization by the community that, like, you could pull all the mobs together and then, like, actually kill them efficiently. And then as the gear scribers went up, it became more and more popular. Mm -hmm. Mystic came out, mm -hmm. uh, and 98% of the population was playing Mystic at Hystria. And so they mm -hmm. introduced Seven Elton. Seven Elton was like this expansion to Hystria. And the reason we call it Seven Elton is because originally it only had Seven Eltons on it. Again, the Elton piece only dropped mm -hmm. from Eltons. But then they added um, the Elton piece could then drop from Boltons uh, as mm -hmm. well. And that was a big change. It made it a lot easier to get at this point. Loot scrolls were in the game. You had tent buffs. Drop rate buffs were in the game. Choice put out an amazing video about like how long it takes to get your compass based on like what your drop rate is, etc. etc. And so, like, the average time to get the compass goes down dramatically. Then they added an event in history where like this pillar spawns, and if you kill the pillar, like 10 Eltons spawn, then you can kill all 10 Eltons. Um, and mm -hmm. like obviously, this dramatically increases your chances per hour for the Elton piece, which is a lot of fun. Um, uh, that it still took me four years to get it, but like they. <laughs> But it did happen, and, like, all of this stuff was implemented into the game. It's way easier to get the piece now. And to say easier, it's still one of the hardest things to get in the entire game. I would still, it still takes probably a player about 300 hours on average uh, currently. Although with the Dekia um, Hysteria coming out, I actually think that you're going to kill less Eltons at Dekia Hysteria than you will at normal Hysteria. Just because probably. you're killing them way slower. Yep. Like, yeah. way, way slower. But... But they've increased the drop rates every time they do one of these spot revamps too. Big true. Uh, with the LVI and also the um, merchuring piece, so that could be the the math they do to fix that. Yeah. Um. I don't know. So like we talked a lot about um, uh, Dekia Histria here, and we're very excited about that, and that's gonna be where I'm gonna go to grind. I'm hoping it's a lot of money. But you know what? Lately. Dekia Turos has been kind of popping off. Have you guys noticed this? Mm -hmm. They buffed yeah. it, and it is crazy now. It's like the best, mm -hmm. um, like, it's like the best, uh, um, silver per hour in the game, I think, right now. I mean, people are reporting yep. crazy numbers. Have you guys tried it? I have, yeah. I have not done it's it great. yet, okay. but I've heard. Okay, so, mm -hmm. Jake, and you've tried you it. What's a friend. <laughs> True, you do need a friend. I'm now a we need witch. a solo Turos. Oh my god, right? We need <laughs> and they also need to add Deborahs to it, you know, just kidding. Please no. <laughs> um yeah, honestly, like I think that it's better than Olin's, right? Like like the Jay, you've done both, right? which one do you feel is better? I have. Um, I mean money wise, definitely Toros, but it doesn't draw Deborahs, so I'm I'm not going there. <laughs> that is fair. It's really the reason he's not some, telling you some... is because it's not a giant rock trying to hit him. It's not a giant rock. Yeah. I, like, I, it's no, crazy. It's just a cow. I do like milking cows, though. For money. <laughs> I used in to game. milk cows for money in Grana, but I think it was in a different way um, than what you oh. were talking about. Yeah, necessarily speaking. Uh, now, are either of you excited for Dekia Achman? You can't make me go there, bro. There ain't no way. Um, no. Yeah, it's like, not yeah, like we know that the compass is going to drop from from both places. But like, let's be honest, um, the history piece is way rarer. And that's the one that um, mm -hmm. everyone is going to need. So that's where everyone's going to go. I'm curious if they're actually going to make Aukman more money. It's kind of a trade off. Hmm. The Devo only drops from history, right? No, I no, oh, it drops from both. Sure. It drops from both. 
Uh, maybe they'll make Aquaman drop it more often because it'll be like, well, I don't know if it's necessarily unpopular amongst everyone. I just know that because the compass, but there's a lot of people that back in the day, I know that really liked Aquaman a lot. So this might be their sort of resurgence, but yeah, I, I imagine they would balance it decently. Okay. Hopefully. I am triggered out of my mind right now. I'm sorry. This, this is, uh, this makes me angry. So, um, scholar got the Carl Stein outfit this week. Right. And the mm -hmm. hammers mm -hmm. on that outfit look incredible. So I was like, what? okay, I'm going to craft those hammers because I have those intricately patterned mythical shards. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. make the Carl Stein. So I went through this big long, bro, the quest line took me like over half an hour, which takes you quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, it took mm -hmm. a lot of time, man. That's, I hate questing. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I went through, I went through the whole quest line. It was very frustrating. Um, and, I crafted it. I got it done. The box is in my inventory. I go to open it. Class restricted. They forgot. Oh, no, they haven't updated oh, it. Put the Carl Stein in the game for Scholar for the like crafting it, bro. I'm being free Surely to play it'll be this catch. week. I just Surely tried to open it. It didn't week. work. I am so frustrated. Oh, oh my no. god. I'm going to Sam's right now. You think I won't? Um. But yeah, I'm sorry. That that really frustrated me. That's um, irritating. Um, are there any spots? Uh, so are we also getting um, Dekia, Pilaku, and Sulphur? Um, no, I think it was only... The only thing on the global that's what was going to be Aquaman and Histria. And I think those are going to be coming later. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, those will be coming later. Um, those will okay. be really interesting, too. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that they made Dekia for treasure spots. And also that they right. skipped Medaya. Do you guys think that they're like literally just gonna rework the <sighs> my? They'd cope. have to redo Medaya because Medaya was because Valencia was the true grind rotation, other than Saucens. Like Saucens and Helms, maybe were the only things that had a rotation, but like um, nothing else in Medaya was really in a decent like pack to pack spot. Mm -hmm. Now they've changed the spots over the years to make it kind of like that now, but nothing originally was like that. And Valencia was one of the first like now you have like actual rotations of circles that you're gonna go in. So I'm curious if yeah they're gonna do a full Medaya revamp because it just doesn't make sense to change that zone. I know there's a lot of people that have shared the opinion that like they want like a Sort of like World of Warcraft Cataclysm, where they just fucking mow over all the Medaya and just redo everything <laughs> as if uh, something just erupted out of the ground. And I'm really curious. Mm -hmm. um, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm my again, my copium is that there's going to be some like big like wipeout event and we are going to completely change the landscape, the main quest line. Like all of like, Day of Darkness add... 2.0. Yeah, we're gonna have relevant <laughs> grind spots for new and veteran players alike. It's gonna be it's gonna be wonderful. Because right now, Madaya looks like the odd man out, dude. Like it looks mm -hmm. it looks outdated across the board. They just skipped it and went straight to Valencia, which was strange to me. Do you think that they'll give Madaya an Elvia or do you think they'll give it a Dekia? I, you know, that's that's something um, interesting I want to talk about. I didn't think they'd do Dekia for... It doesn't make sense so for the yeah. lore. Yeah. I yeah. thought they'd do something completely different. For specifically Valencia, I thought they were going to do something like demonic, since like north of the Valencia is the yeah. Alieli, the demon zone. Like I, I thought mm. that that's what they were going to tie lore specific to. Them automatically just adding Dekia and saying, okay, like this is the way it's going to be. And I think it's because they don't want to make like you have five different lanterns that spawn in five different zones. I, I get for simplicity's sake. But it's a way to regulate the accessory market as well. Like that's like the whole point of these um things. So I, I don't know. I'm really curious what the thought process was on that because I didn't thought it. I didn't think it made sense. Yeah, I mean, Jay. I mean, like, and Blonde, you're like the lower buff, right? Isn't Elvia like no coffers? I forget what's going on with the with the Elvia. Elvia is specifically so in the in the timeline lore. Um, Belmorn slash Jordine, the possessed guy, he, um, after Mountain of Eternal Winter, he goes and creates the Elvia zones. He brings those to our realm. That's why we have those Elvia realm areas where all these monsters are revamped. Like, he brings that to us. Um, like, curses the land or whatever. So, that's specifically tied to the elves and everything. The Dekia Lantern is something specifically tied to, like, Odalita inherently. Mm -hmm. I, I can't remember specifically the Dekia lore, but it's like it's something with one of their gods. There's like 50 of them. Um, so them taking all the way to Valencia just is like very 
separated from that. I really don't understand that thought process. Yes, yeah, that's that didn't make sense. It's really weird. Jay, I, do you feel like it deserved like Dekia or do you like Eldia? Well, do you have a preference? <laughs> um, I don't mind the direction they went with um using the Dekia mechanic again. I know from a lore standpoint that it doesn't really make too much sense that um because I always thought it was always just tied to like the elf stuff, right? The mm -hmm. the um what are they called? The deer and the ganel. I thought that was, you know, that was tied to them. And then every they, time you say ganel, I think of like to... a gazelle. Gazelle. <laughs> right, that's uh, every time. The gazelle and the vadir, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Vadir, you, you got, got gazelle. Oh my you god. Okay. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, um, I do know that there's a lot of players who just, you know, they don't care about the lore and they just want that game mechanic. And maybe PA is just focusing on that. They just want to put that game mechanic in and that maybe that's making more people happy than, you know, making the lore people happy. Right. Yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't mind um, sacrificing some of the game immersion in order to make the game more fun for everybody. And maybe that's what the, the game needs right now. So, I think that's cope. I don't mind. That's exactly Respectfully, what <laughs> no shot. Because, bro, Jay, it, in favor of fun, they will not sacrifice immersion. They literally said as much <laughs> when they said you can't have druid because we can't have tigers riding around Belia. It would break immersion with the mm. goddamn airship <laughs> flying over our heads. Okay. Mm. And also like the gasming hand tiger on all the flags. You know what I mean? Because the, the guild that he owns said he's changing Belia's. his ways though. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Like I maybe we'll get a druid. Honestly. <laughs> I think if, they, if you pulled the player base, I think that there are probably more players that copium that want like a druid class or a shape shifting class than want a gunner class. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know mm -hmm. where they got the idea that they needed a gunner class, but it is what it is. I think it's 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 very popular on the Korean side of the community. I think I don't know, man. Like, uh. Is they have a gunner in everything, and like gunners like a very very popular class in a lot of other games. I, I mean, the specifically Lost Ark, uh, there's a lot of, at least the streamers I know that play a lot of the um, gunner classes. Yeah, I, I, I suppose so. Um, let's talk a little bit about the, uh, the Scholar art today. I know normally we don't stop to address it, but um, it's incredible, right? Uh, Jay, mm -hmm. can you explain a little bit of how you found it and like what it, it won, right? Yes, yeah, so um, the Scholar art contest... Um, you know, every time there's a new class, they they have they had a Wusa uh, um, art contest, they had a Megu art contest, and you know now it's you know uh, the Scholar art contest, and this is the person that won. Tree, tree, Trinus. I don't want to say this. <laughs> Trinus. Okay, I'll just say is it Trinus? Treatus? I don't. I don't know. I just, Not Treatus. Oh my god. <laughs> It's a beautiful. They're very talented. I I love this art. This is great. It's great. It it lets it's um it's a reference to the lo-fi girl. If you guys have seen the the lo-fi girl, um um thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's amazing because it really emphasizes yeah. scholars' lore, and I would do yeah. amazing things if we could get like, I I would love um. Like class outfits that were more like that. That kind of emphasize the fact that she's like um like an intellectual. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's super, really cool. super cool. And I, I think the reason it won, I mean, you got the hammer on the desk there. I mean the detail yeah. going on in this, you know, and she's studying, which is really cool. It's a very cool it's like genius. a physics thing. Yeah, it's like a physics thing, and she's not necessarily combat oriented. Um I just think that's a just a super sick um mm. uh art. And again, I looked at a lot of the art because I like Scholar an unreasonable amount. Like I, oh. I'm a big fan of this class. Like Jay got to Wusa and was like, "This is my thing, right?" Like you were like, "This is my calling. This is my class." Um, this is kind of how I feel for Scholar. I'm a big fan. Um, and mm. so like I really enjoy that Scholar art. I'll probably have Moshi make me some Scholar art uh, here soon as well. Ooh. So that's the did way wanna, to go. Yeah, I did want to touch on that a little bit before I moved on to our next topic was. Uh, which Jay originally uh, brought Hi. up. Yeah, like, so this yeah, is... So, uh, yeah, go ahead, Jay. Yeah, so I, I um, chose this topic because um, I get um, sometimes people in my chat saying that, you know, Vito has no content, it's dying. 
And I, I try to explain all these like recent changes, especially like the quality of life stuff we've been getting. And then they rebuttal with, you know, we, we should have had this stuff a long time ago. You know, it shouldn't have taken this long. You know, the low hanging fruit and it has been changed so long when it's like a simple change. And this got me really thinking um, and, and thought it was an interesting discussion. Like I even went to like review Marlon's uh, video on why he quit video. And it got mm -hmm. me to research a little bit more on this topic. Um, and to a certain extent, um, I kind of think they're a little bit right. And it, it makes me wonder, like, are quality of life changes for the game? Um, is it content or is it the result of the devs trying to fix poor game design? And and for me, I, I think it's like a little bit of both. Like sometimes quality of life um, is born out of necessity. You know, sometimes there's a mechanic that isn't as fun as people thought and it's like or an unintended consequences of something that you know first initially made sense and now it doesn't and and also sometimes the game has changed so much that old mechanics don't work as well anymore and i think a good example of this is simply fast travel like i think the devs first intended for players to manually travel around to make the game more immersive but the world of bdo has gotten what it's doubled tripled since the launch of the game so it's been really cumbersome to to just manually travel Video is um, big. Then the immersive, right? Yeah, it's really big. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and so we got the Magnus as a result. And I consider the Magnus as content to do in the game. Um, but yeah, it's a, I think it's definitely an interesting discussion. And I'm curious, what do you guys think? Are our quality of life changes content? Or is it the result of the devs trying to fix poor game design? Blonde, I'll let you go first. I, I think it depends on who you ask. If you're asking a doomer, they're going to make any excuse to be like, oh, PA bad. They're not adding content. They're doing this. This is garbage. They should have done this a long time ago, and we should be also be getting other stuff. I, I can see that perspective. I get it. Mm -hmm. I agree that, um, for example, updating content when, like, old content gets phased out, like something that still hasn't mm -hmm. been buffed or adjusted, like Yaros, that... There's no reason that or life skilling or hunting for these furnitures that now everybody's bought out in the market. There's no mm -hmm. reason that PA can't look at market trends and then adjust accordingly. The biggest problem is that different regions play differently. Like if you look at EU's market compared to mm -hmm. NA, it's very, very different. So in some cases, like that quality of life isn't really content, more so adjustment. But I think that because PA has however many developers working on it, I think it's kind of a tough decision to say whether or not it is or isn't content because like constantly updating something like that means that maybe some like you'd have to have devs specifically for that part which on our side looks easy because we're just playing the game but i i don't know what it looks like from a coding perspective but i think that it depends on the style too like updating stuff like that is like maybe pushing some numbers around that isn't as complex as creating a whole new design of like the history of grind spot mm -hmm. i think that is good content i mean as much as people don't want to call grinding content i think that that's like good um i i think that's like real content even though it's quality of life i think that adjusting numbers is a little bit different but um but i don't know i think i think i agree with your point when you said that like as the world expands more and more mm -hmm. and we get faster and faster there's a certain point where we have to go back to super simplification or just like mm -hmm. what makes sense it doesn't make sense to have to go to a well to have to go to land in the morning light travel between five different bosses then run all the way back to the only well in the continent that's all the way at the beginning mm -hmm. and then teleport back you're taking something that the bosses take roughly 10 minutes to do all five if you do a two minute to three minute clear time um, turning it into a 30 minute to an hour adventure depending on how fast your horse is or if you're auto pathing or whatever and I, I don't think that that adds to the to the gameplay mm -hmm. right they've they've super yeah. simplified even the dungeon stuff to where now now yeah. you don't even need to do the prequest now you don't need to do this and i i you like it being you don't even need the key anymore i but i yeah. like that it starts out hard because the players that are mm -hmm. interested in that have a longer experience and it's not over quickly if you had the current dungeons out mm -hmm. now right when the dungeon came out i think that it's not as rewarding to put the work in to get the thing out of it of the experience versus everything being like instant now and instant gratification like I, I i'm not a big fan of that. i like something taking work to get into and then you getting out that value Enjoying. not just in, in yeah and not not just in mm -hmm. raw silver or whatever currency or whatever but the the value of the time and the experience i think that's important um mm. yeah sorry that was kind of long-winded but no you're good no, yeah, you're um, good i i 100 think that quality of life updates are content um mainly mm -hmm. because if 
Blizzard can release the exact same game with the exact same patches again as content, right? As World of Warcraft Classic, then updating uh -huh. the current game in almost any capacity also counts as content. It doesn't necessarily count as new content, but like, I actually, I, I would still argue that it also still counts as new content. A good example of this, mm. I'll just take an extreme, the marketplace. The central marketplace back in the day was basically this unusable mess um, of a marketplace. It's just a ridiculous gatekeeping like all the time. And then when they updated the marketplace, it made the game so much more playable and so much more fun. So like, it depends, I guess, I suppose on what you would call content per se, but like yeah. mm -hmm. anything that would like bring players back to the game um, or a player would enjoy is like kind of a newer experience, I think does count as content. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that basically every time they do a quality of life update, it absolutely counts as content. Maybe it's not as flashy mm -hmm. and spicy as like other new content we might get, like an expansion or a new class, but like it still counts uh, in my opinion, absolutely. Because we get, like, honestly, quality of life updates can be so big. And if they didn't do them or, mm -hmm. they, like, people didn't care, um, they wouldn't do them. Right? So, like, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, like, logging in. I'm trying to make a seasonal. I graduated my seasonal on EU to mm -hmm. make a make a scholar so I could play scholar on EU, I, too. I also think Ridiculous. that, like, <laughs> changing things and adding quality of life to something can also be an avenue for new content that you've never explored. For example, I always wanted to do boat content, but it's a chore to get into, and I don't really one want to us, put the time into us, doing like of <laughs> all of that initial boat building. I'd like to just yeah. get the boat and then do uh -huh. the content. Um, because something like, you know, versus the dungeons, I'd like it to be hard and, and annoying to get into. I don't know. But certain things you want it to be hard, some things you want it to be easy because maybe the the value of your time isn't worth it or into it or whatever but like them doing quality of life on something adds new content for me or for someone else there's friends mm. that i had that were pvpers for a very very long time and now that like grinding is good and there's so much quality of life they're now getting into game parts of the game they would have never gone into so like like content of the game they never experienced are now parts of the game that they're getting into because of the quality of life so like inherently yeah quality of life isn't at, like raw content or new or whatever mm -hmm. but like it adds an avenue to get into that content if you were never into it in the first place like adding money to life skills or or like even the new tools for life skills adds that avenue that wouldn't have been explored in the first place right and i think yeah. that that I mean, you could say it's not literal content, but if you're getting into something you were never into, that's that's content, baby. Like, it's new know. content for you. <laughs> you're, right, right. You. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think Agreed. that, like, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, like, I think that just overall quality of life updates are so just fundamentally important to the game. And, like, I think that for every single game, uh, you right. constantly have to do that so that players main staple. Yeah, have a just mm -hmm. have a better experience playing your game. If the game mm -hmm. didn't ever change its old content, then I don't know if any of us let's be honest, we we would be playing. But like it would just be the three of us in this call right now. Um and that would be it. There would be no one else uh on the server. So um okay, right on. Uh like I, I know that Jay you kinda wanted to touch on that a little bit. Now Jay, there yeah. is another subject in here that you wanted to talk about, the Devaraka yeah. accessory availability. Why do you keep calling it Devaraka? It's Devaraka. Oh my god, it's not Leviosa. It's Leviosa. It's not Devaraka. It's Devaraka. It's Devaraka. 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 Anyway, so the Devaraka um, accessories um, mm -hmm. availability. Um, honestly, you want a hot take? I feel like the necklace is the hardest of the three to get, and the other two are kind of a joke. Really? I, th really? I feel like it's kind of a joke. I feel like the necklace, the, trying to get a pen necklace has got to be the hardest of the three by far. Are you talking about drop rate specifically or grind spot specifically? Like Just as far as like getting the necklace goes, right? Like it only drops, the necklace only drops from Ash, right? Uh -huh. And Ash sucks. There's a reason people call it ass forest. Yes. <laughs> or the, or well, that, I think some that people mean changed call it cash over the years. Forest, but like, um, like, it, 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 I feel like it's okay. 
I am on the opposite. I feel like the necklace is the easiest. The to easiest get. one to get for for me because uh, grinding um Deke Olens. I, I personally think crypt and Deke Olens are harder to grind. Um, that's why I, I guess Juan was asking like, uh, is it like uh grind wise or is drop it like drop wise. rate way wise? Because <laughs> I do agree that the the earring and the belts have like higher drop rates than the necklace, but the like regular Ash Forest is like. Kind of a joke nowadays. Yeah, it's like they're so squishy. I know. It, it, so chilling and grinding. I, I think it's a lot. It's like more. I love uh, it because the, it's the what, it called? accessibility. Like Sixty-five gear score player. Well, like, that's such a well, joke. Okay, I okay. I grinded for my the Debrekas back in twenty twenty. Okay, I got a Ted Debreka back in twenty twenty, and I only had like three hundred and and like fifty DP. I had um just the, the, the duo fallen god. I think was you know when Odalita the first release. And it it was it was like, it wasn't it wasn't even that bad. Still, it was it was hard, but it wasn't that bad. Now it's like we've pretty much conquered Ash Forest now. Um, but I Maybe also you don't like it. That's into, fine too. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. That's your opinion. <laughs> I don't like Crypt. I think Crypt is the worst one because I, I love yeah, group same. content and I, I love Ash Forest. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think Crypt is ass. <laughs> How in the first like more the like crap the resting thoughts. Crap the resting thoughts. Freaking blonde. How do you guys think Crypt is the worst one? It's like they that's the easiest one. Based on what everyone yeah. has told me. Like that's the belt is like a joke. You just go there unless you get really RNG like screwed. Okay, like so... drop rate wise, it is really good. That's true. Maybe but... because when I grinded for my belt, it was it was technically the harder version of Crypt when yes. I was going for a belt. Yeah, and then they did well. they did re- they did make it easier. I, I do think it's a lot easier nowadays in both the like, time time um time wise because I grinded it back in 2021, and back you know we didn't have as much gear in 2021. They the evasion of the mobs were like so giga cracked. It was it was so hard to gear for it. And that's why maybe my experience for me personally was a harder experience than mm-hmm. nowadays where you have so much more gear. They reduced the evasion uh, or the accuracy requirement for it. Uh, and they've buffed the drop rate now. Like they've improved the, the income as well. And so maybe my experience is why I feel the way I feel about why Crypt is, I feel like Crypt is harder than Ash. So. Okay. Well, I mean, how do you guys feel mm-hmm. about the current drop rate for Debo accessories? I feel like. Uh, I feel like the after the update, it's good. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like it's like way easier, except for again the necklace. I feel um, like the necklace it, is still like like you have to go to Ash, and it sucks. There it's not fun. is there is an argument to be made of whether or not it's a good thing that they increase the drop rate. It's like like mm. obviously most players initial reaction, of course it's good that they increase the drop rates because that means I get more debos and I get out of there faster and I can hit my mm. pen quicker. Okay, cool, but. <laughs> it used to be like this end game legendary accessory that like one guy on the server had and it was like insane right that has now mm-hmm. turned into okay your next gear path progression is going to be getting three tent debos because the set bonus is so worth yeah, it versus the ap caps is, because yeah. of this and that and this and that and now it's like now they're buffing the drop rate so much and they're getting rid of the side material to make it i agree mm-hmm. on a whole level of like Forcing the player base to funnel into buying crons, which is kind of like what you've always done But now you need crons for your accessories now you need crons for your fallen god now You need crons for your black star before people kind of used to raw tap their stuff and now it's not really as much anymore now I think mm-hmm. the meta is shifting back to You if the drop rates good enough and you spend enough time grinding there You might just raw tap maybe up to try or tet maybe not pen because um, the EU market doesn't get co- costumes, and I think the NA's feeling it right now. Where, yeah, some people are not feeling too hot on their costume buying. I mean, there was a period of time where you could not grind enough money to buy costumes, and and at least on an A. And now I feel like it's kind of like hitting the other end of that. Where now we're reaching, like you know, I've I've been sitting on a lot of money, and I can't get a costume to save my life. It's been like three days since a pre-order. You know what I mean? So, I think that that's the direction PA's moving in because maybe they want to phase in a new set of stuff. I don't know why they would make it so easy if they weren't thinking of phasing in a new set of stuff, or if they really just want to make it so simple that you know that's not the thing like getting the gear isn't the problem it's just Mm -hmm. having fun and doing whatever you want and grinding right um i don't know what the philosophy Mm -hmm. is because obviously they don't state it they just said yeah you know they do their little dev Uh, statements whatever um wanted to get into is if we do we like that deborah are gonna be like the best in slot because 
I'm kind of on the, on the fence about um them making like like push they they seem to be pushing that right they seem to be pushing that the Brekas are gonna it, be your best in slot for everything because they added that three set bonus before there there was no three set bonus so you could no. make an argument that hey you know maybe I want to swap out this Debreka slot for an accuracy accessory slot but now they added this three set bonus that just like pushed it further that it, it seems like you doesn't feel like you you should go for anything else other than Debreka's because and it's so I, I, worth it price it's so worth it yeah yeah and everybody's grinding um, them and enhancing them for profit so why well, wouldn't you just buy it it's just mm-hmm. sitting there the belts and necklaces are just sitting there and i think it, it takes a lot of it takes away a lot of like choice um when you're getting yes. pushed into the to this best in slot at least with the fallen god tier um armors you get to choose between like an evasion variant or dr variant um and before like the accuracy innovation accessories were in line with the regular ap accessories and then deborah came out and were super power creeped versions of the ap accessories to the point where, yeah again well it's like kind of like the, the only choice um but if if i i think maybe in terms of the direction they should go for accessories um like i don't know if they should just add i don't know a, a debareka version like a power creeped version of the previous accessories like of dp accuracy and evasion to keep up with debarekas um but i feel like the easiest way would maybe to add cups and maybe the cups would add that variety Specific of choice mm-hmm. yeah um and so like uh the current ones we are have kind of are kind of boring right it's db ap that's it right um but it would be interesting to see more like utility and cost maybe like hp on hit ignore resist maybe some tertiary stats like max bsr or bsr region or maybe i don't know like a a, a set bonus for cups so there's an incentive for running magic matching cups on your accessories you know um and one more interesting idea i had was maybe class specific cups like maybe oh using this cup would reduce the cooldown of voltaic pulse by one second or maybe it would add an extra hit or i don't know you could be crazier add add a cc add a protection i don't know <laughs> but i think they could do something really interesting with essentially enchanting an enchanting system for accessories and maybe that could be a way to add variety um, then just you know pushing just full AP, full AP monkey, just Debarekas end of end of the story. Um, maybe fallen god tier accessories. I don't know, but um, I'm, like I'm on the fence about it. Honestly, this segued very perfectly into like our last like thing. Thank you, Jay. Cleanly done. Mm. Um, into end game build options because I feel like there is mm. very one specific. Like there's very clearly one specific end game build that is like just objectively better than everything else. And you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I uh, hey, actually, you know what? I'm curious. Which except obviously we all know that there's no options on the dead god pieces. You just go with the dead god armor set, yeah. whether you're evasion or DR, that's the only choice you make, and that's it. Um yeah. which I think is stupid. But that set mm-hmm. aside, look over at the accessories. Okay. What do you guys yeah. think is the best six slot accessory right now? Because I think there's really only one option for like super end game builds. But I'm curious, Blonde, let's see what your take is first. Um, if you well, like yeah, it kind of variates, right? Obviously the three set deba is gonna be your main staple. And then you rotate probably you have accuracy rings if you're going for accuracy, or you would go um like a narc and then cadres if you're more dr option leaning it just depends on what side of that you're leaning um i think i think uh, I, <laughs> I think um okay so far yeah. so good jay how do you feel about it um pve boys i'm i'm seeing people run three set pen debos uh one pen disto or vaha and then two pen tongrads and that actually perfectly sits you if you're running like a black star offense at 330 ap and you're just yeah. like well just uh, i general, said pve wise in general you need okay. accuracy for pve mm. as well so it's, it's not like it's going to be any different um like yeah no so like the only variation at all we are down to exactly one earring slot your choice mm. is exactly one earring slot because you have the what? three devos automatically right pen mm. neck pen belt one pen earring um and then mm. you have to go double pen ominous rings because you like most players don't have the accuracy they need and by most players i mean everyone even if you're playing a sage they still go double ominous ring uh because that's where like that's the most cost efficient way if you're fitting in three devos to fit in accuracy in your build and then the only thing that mm-hmm. i see players split on is the earring slot 
Um, whether it depends you go, where you go. Yeah, like whether you go Disto, or, well, you go Disto, Disto Narc, um, or Dawn. Um, I think that personally, yeah. I think that as we progress through the game, I think the Dawn earring is actually just going to take over because like, I think we're just going to keep getting, oh, and we'll just keep giving us AP. Right, they're just gonna keep giving us AP, whether it be through journals or doing, hey, did you make quest line? Congratulations. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna just gonna keep getting mm. stats in that regard. And so like eventually you're gonna be able to hit all the major brackets with that dawn earring on. And I think that just having the double or like the dawn with the with the uh the double ominous ring will basically just be the W. But like I don't know. How do you guys feel about trending towards this 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 kind of metagame where we're basically just everyone's everyone's running the same gear? Um, it, it depends on your perspective, <laughs> uh, of the game. I, I like mm -hmm. not having too much variation. Uh, I think that you are, it's already tough enough to have a game something. where classes are so fundamentally different and we have two sets of every class awakening and succession. And then on top of that, adding player skill. And then on top of that, adding whatever the server problems, desync, whatever lag, you know, what, whatever, if your computer has 300 FPS versus 50 FPS. I think that there's so many of those levels that you have to already get past that then adding, oh man, this guy just happens to be an evasion player and I don't have an accuracy build yet, so I just lose because the game decided variation and so this annoying. guy that I just happen to fight happens to be evasion. I don't like that, but I do like the way that um, specifically AOS works where if I just want to run a heavy DR build, okay, I'm going to go in with a DR build. Oh, if I just want to run an AP build, I'm going to run an AP build. So I personally, my personal opinion, I don't like diversity because I think that the classes are already diverse enough to have that in the game for us. But I understand mm -hmm. there's a lot of players that do like diversity so that if they want to run some weird build that's super this or super that, then they can run it. And then and that's an option for them. I think it would be easier and more simplified for people to balance if we didn't have evasion specific items and it was all just dr and then there, so there were some classes that had evasion that would add to their tankiness and the game could then be balanced around that but instead we have like dr and evasion classes and then like now you like have to go dr evasion and then some people do some weird stuff where they're not going whatever the meta is for their class and throws people off it it's kind of like a rock paper scissors guessing game where you're not always ready for kind of combat because in the middle of your your uh you know someone ganks you and then you try to hit them you don't deal any damage okay now you got to run into the forest equip this 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 and then you can go back and fight him and then you're clicking on your accessory because it won't equip because you're still in combat and then finally it equips but he's already got you and then you're dead and it's just like okay stupid that was a but, very specific situation it's, it's just, it is what it is exactly what happens yeah he's mad, yeah, he's mad. <laughs> it's exactly what happens yeah. but that, again that's just my personal opinion i don't know if that's the best thing for the game i know a lot of people love the diversity in the game i know a lot of people don't mm -hmm. like to feel pigeonholed into a specific build every time some people don't like doing the cookie cutter build and have that little bit of variation i think is important in games um so i i don't know if it's the best thing for the game that's just my personal opinion um yeah, I, I, I like build diversity. Now, I will mm -hmm. say that I like that they standardized it among, like, the armor set. Okay, sure. You pick DR, you mm -hmm. pick evasion. You only have one path there. But I do think that at some point you need to allow people to diverge. So the game needs to be simple enough that a new player can understand what they need to do without having all of these choices, right? Because they're already overwhelmed at the start mm -hmm. of the game trying to understand the systems. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't also be overwhelmed trying to figure out, okay, well, I need to pick this uragon shoes because like if i don't pick uragon shoes i'm just screwed you know what i mean like i just picked the wrong build path right um so like it needs to be simple enough that a new player can understand it but at the end of the build path it needs to allow for enough diversity that an end game like veteran player uh has the freedom mm -hmm. to choose uh in my opinion so like i don't know it's kind of a delicate balance i do not think we're there right now i think right now we're like really far from it like i think that um adding like act like or the like the accessory like enchantments um and i say the word enchant most of the time people use the word enchant and bdo they're talking about enhancing but no i mean like actual mm -hmm. actually enchanting your accessories with like the um the cups that was good i think that that was good that was a good upgrade and like i think they need to have more options for cups mm -hmm. um i think I by also the time like um because you okay. mentioned like new players um like sorry for nerding but uh, no, you ahead. mentioned like new players you know, you, you don't want to confuse them in the beginning. That's that's good. 
that we 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 direct them um in a very clear way but then by the time they get to end game they should have understand the the basics and understanding of the mechanics of the game enough to be able to start making their own new choices and that's why i i want these more like variations in the end game area because you know again the players should by that point understand how the game works how the mechanics are what right. they want for their class what they what kind of play style they they want to play for their class um as opposed to as a newer player yeah no i completely agree yeah, yeah. um okay uh we are we are running a little short on time here boys we did start mm -hmm. a little later though so um it's okay That's but weird. we can wrap it up uh with the closing yeah. thoughts here um into the final moment so jay why don't you lead us off with closing thoughts here uh, what's the thing you're Closing most thoughts. excited about right now uh i'm excited for the new grinds mods i like writing i like pve content give me some more pve content um i'm i'm hoping that maybe uh, the direction they go with endgame pve would be the potential eventual direction of possibly raids and more dungeons in the future, a copium. Nope. But yeah, Bro. those are my closing thoughts. Uh, you can hold my hand over at twitch.tv slash jkinvtv before the T. That's right. All right. And Blondo, <laughs> what are you most excited about, about uh, in the game right now? Um, uh, well, the upcoming change for the Magnus travel and also uh, getting the ability to do your boss blitz. Um, you know, true. You know being able to do that because that's added with the Magnus as well. That'll be on Wednesday, so you guys can make sure to grab your red quest and do that. I'm I'm excited mostly about mm -hmm. that because, as much as I love Land of the Morning Light and the way it looks, I don't like having to mm -hmm. go over there just for five minutes and then leave. So yeah. that's not my favorite thing, but I do like the area. I really hope there's some grind spots in the new part of it, Land of the Morning Light too, because it's just, ah, uh, it's just a shame. But uh, yeah, you can catch me on Twitch.tv slash Bear. I won't be going to the new spots until I finish what I got to do. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I I got I got a job to get done. Sure, I've been on finish a, it tonight. Yeah. Let's go. I've been on a grind arc too, man. I've been I've been kind of mm -hmm. going hard uh, lately. Um, and I am Blue Squadron. There's always something going on on this channel. I think that the thing I'm most excited for is obviously Decia Histria as like literally the poster child for Histria. Um, at like. Like, bro, nobody else, like, no other streamers really, like, are really known for history like that. But, like, boy. And honestly, people haven't seen me grind history in a long time, but they will. Ooh. They will see. Then they'll see. They'll all like, see. They'll all see. <laughs> uh, anyway, there's always something going on in this channel. Uh, we are not done uh, today, as always. We will have uh, the patch note rundown and some grinding for sure um mm -hmm. coming up here for you but like there's always new youtube videos every single day uh there's always also helpful guides and stuff coming out all the time um as far as the old moon podcast goes we are here every okay so we alternate guys uh because of blonde bear's schedule uh so you can report Sorry. him um we report <laughs> we mm -hmm. do it every tuesday and then thursday so this week it happened on tuesday the podcast will happen on thursday next week because he has a bi-weekly schedule um and so this week it happened on tuesday so again every time the podcast comes out it's always up on my youtube just a few hours typically after the podcast airs uh and then it's always up on spotify and apple Podcasts. just make sure you guys drop a follow uh and subscribe there so uh from all of us here at the old moon podcast have a great rest of your week guys